0: There's nothing that um, any one of us can do to assure that our loved ones and even ourselves are not uh, victims of of, of, of violent acts, victims of police brutality, victims of uh, continuous oppression that we face as people of color and particularly black people.
1: If you believe we can change the narrative, if you believe we can change our communities, if you believe we can change the outcomes, then we can change the world. I'm Rob Richardson. Welcome to Disruption Now. Welcome to Disruption Now. I'm your host and moderator, Rob Richardson. Uh, with me is, is my pleasure to have Tamika Mallory. It's been a long time coming. We've uh, yes. we really had this done like a year ago. Um, it was early March, but a lot happened between mid-March. A and lot then, happened. <laughs> right? And a so, lot um, happened. Right, things happen as they're supposed to. But since then, uh, I will say she's always been in the movement. Uh, she's always been committed and it's, she's been there since, since, since her beginning, really, uh, since she's, she, since he was a working professional, it was all about the movement. And, uh, you know, now everybody knows what I know and what some of her friends know is that she, she's about, she's about the business and, uh, her, she had the, she had the viral speech right after the killing of George Floyd and she's been active she's been on the ground and she's been fighting. So, and it's great just to have her here. Tamika, how you doing today?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Robin. I just want to publicly say that you're probably one of the most persistent people that I have ever encountered, (laughs) Um, you know, every time we have been, and I don't think it's a persistent just for persistence sake. I mean, sake, I think it is because um, you understand what all of us need to be doing in terms of conversations and educating people. And um, you know, you have given me such grace to allow me to, you know, tell you I'm going to be on and then not check with my people and all those great things. And today, although I'm traveling internationally, I wanted to stop and do this because I actually have the time. And also because I think that the platform that you have and what it is that you're trying to do um, with your your podcast, your show, your your network that I believe you're building um, is super important. So I'm happy to be with you today and, and, and just thank you again for having grace with my time.
1: Well, no, thank you. And, uh, and, and again, I, I try to give people grace cause I understand. So, and I, I work to be persistent and also have patience. There's this, there's this, there's this a
0: balance.
1: It's the balance, right. It's what you gotta do. There's so, so, but thank you. Uh, so like, uh, as we talked about when we were about to get up, uh, we were about to do this a year ago. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the world just changed and the world's changed so much. So, and and you're now, you were known then, but you're really, really well known now. Um, And so in that that moment really helped elevate what you were doing already. I tell people like, this is not something you jumped into, like, oh, let me be a part of this because there's something going on. Like, this is what you were doing. Absolutely. Um, And you've been involved for a long time, but let's talk about your, why you got involved. Like, what was your, what was your genesis? What was your beginning? Like, why are you doing this work? Because this is, you are very talented and you could have made your way a lot of other ways. Why, why are you doing this? Yeah,
0: I think it's really personal. I tell people all the time that in a lot of ways I have, um, I have some selfish uh, reasons for being in this movement. Uh, for one, I have a 21, he's about to be 22 year old son. You do? And wow. I think, okay. yeah. And I think a part of, the work that I do is really a, a fear, if you will, a serious concern for um, the idea that if we don't change laws, if we do not uh, create a new culture, uh, he could fall victim to the very things that I fight against every single day. And I, there's nothing that um, any one of us can do to assure that our loved ones and even ourselves are not uh, victims of of, uh, violent acts, victims of police brutality, victims of uh, continuous oppression that we face as people of color and particularly Black people, um, none of us can stop those things from happening. Those things, I believe, um, are, you know, it's a a long line and a long history that is gonna take us probably beyond my lifetime and yours uh, to solve. But the one thing that I want is for people to see me in the fight and be able to say that, despite the fact that um, it's 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 you know it's not guaranteed that I can stop it, but at least I put my foot in the water. At least I you know was in the game. At least I um, attempted to uh, make a difference. And so whatever happens from there, right. um, it's it, it it just is what it is. You know, it just is what it is. Yeah. But you know, so and when you
1: put yourself out there, go, 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 let me just uh, interject real quick. When no. you put yourself out there as a leader, you will get criticized. I would tell people oh, yeah. this. no matter what, it's, it's it's a part of the process, and i and I oh, yeah. know, and I know you understand yeah. that. And now that you have uh, even a heightened even a heightened status in terms of just exposure, uh, it's it's picked up. and you know, I wanted to def- definitely talk about that because uh, as I told you, I support you. Uh, I do. But there's this there's been things that have been going on with some with some Absolutely. with people that we respect. We're not going to say anything negative about uh, particularly some of the people that we know were were victims of police brutality and they lost their sons. And some of them and some of them have spoken out um, and, and, and are saying things that I don't believe to be true. But I want you to respond about you using this movement to just enrich yourselves um, before you answer. And let me just say my my personal perspective here. Uh, I think we have to get out of the narrative. Particularly black people, as thinking that the only way someone can contribute to the movement is they have to be broke during the whole process. Like you can't, sure. you can't have some means to do that. Dr. Martin Luther King actually spoke to this, and he talked about love and power. He said, "Look, uh, power without love is reckless and abusive, but uh, love without power is just sentimental and anemic." You, you, the thing is, you need resources <laughs> in order to do things. Really? This is how the world works, and there's nothing wrong with having resources. And, ha- and not being broke and saying like, we have to, I think you have a mindset to say that, that you're not black. You're not black enough. If you're not poor, like that's not part of our narrative. That's somebody else's narrative, but that's right. my point. Rest, that's right. So, that's right. I oh, mean, I, know I, said a lot. I
0: think, I think first of all, um, as long as there's breath in my body and my limbs work. And if, if my limbs stop working and my, um, only my mouth works, uh, I'm still going to use it. Um, And I'm gonna use it for two things. I'm gonna use it always to uh, raise awareness about the major challenges, the critical things that black people are dealing with in this country and around the world. That's not gonna change. Um, Much of my activism and the work that I do every day, it's not something that I can turn off and on like a light switch. Um, It is uh, a calling for me. And I feel like, um, you know, when I hear people say, Uh, step out the way or stop doing what you're doing, I I chuckle because I don't think that they realize that there have been more than enough attempts to move me, to silence me. There's been a
1: whole lot of attempts.
0: uh, Several attempts. And guess what? Every single time, God continues to place me back um, where he wants me to be. And I can't even say back because I don't think there was probably a time that I ever wasn't there except the fact that it does hurt. Um, but every single time that people, uh, come after me, that there are these major attacks and I've had some big ones. I've had some things that, yeah. um, have, have really, really hurt. People, people
1: said you were anti-Semitic. I remember all Absolutely. that. Stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So I've dealt with some, some things. And I also work for a man, uh, in Reverend Sharpton, uh, who dealt with major attacks as well. And, you know, you can say whatever you want about any of us. There's not going to be a chorus of people. I mean, well, there is, of course, there are many people who love, appreciate, respect um, and honor the work that I do. But there's not going to be a, uh, a, a, a what do you call it? A, a critical mass, right? There's always going to be people who say, well, I don't like what she does. I don't like the way she dresses. I don't like the things she says. I don't like, that's always going to be the case. Uh, but I feel like, where we have to land, if you will, or what we have to drill down on is this idea that none of, I am not here to do this work because someone likes me. In fact, every single day, as you spoke about my speech for George Floyd and other things that I've done, I put myself in positions where people really don't like me. And um, while there are some haters that speak about me on the sidelines, there are other people um, who are really trying to like take my life. Like we know that we do. I deal with, even during this period, I'm not sure if the individuals that are involved in, you know, and and there are many more people, of course, there are moms. Um, There's one mom in particular who has, uh, who has, uh, you know, spoken against me in the press. I think another joined her, Uh, but it really has just been, Those individuals, because if you look at my record and the families that I've worked with, from Trayvon Martin's mother, Sabrina Fulton, um, to uh, Breonna Taylor's mother, Tamika Palmer, to uh, Ramarley Graham's mother, Constance Malcolm, and the list goes on and on. Those individuals are extremely supportive of me, and they will tell you that the things that are being said about me are just not true. I mean, that's just the reality. There are opinions and then there's facts And in terms of uh, this idea that I use people's children to raise money or to elevate myself and that I um, you know, show up to steal narratives and then travel across the country uh, using a person's name and not showing back up for the families. Those things are absolutely, absolutely not true. It's not no. me. And there are people who do those things. But no,
1: that's not. why I made it clear. Like there are people that, let's let's get it clear. There are people that pimp this game.
0: Absolutely. And I just there say you're, you're not one of
1: those people. So I understand right. how people have this belief. And I also no, think- and, and, that and those
0: people, though, it's, it's almost like, um, you know, people want to say within the police department, Well, I'm not a bad cop, but the point of the matter is that there are people who are harming folks who are police officers, and if you are not speaking out against it, then, um, to some folks, it's, it's almost like you are co signing or, or a complicit. I do speak out against what is considered to be fake activism, and I love
1: that too. That's a lot, that's a real thing
0: there's, it's a real thing. But again, when you think about my background and you understand what it is that I've done, um, there's, there is there, it, it my track record is clear. So that's the first thing I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And you know, that I have uh, many opportunities and things that I'm dealing with in situations that I'm vetting. Um, and, and I won't be stopping anytime soon. But the second thing that I'm going to do is I'm not going to, I well, I hope if God continues to bless me and continues to to elevate um my voice and 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 just me in general. I'm not going to die broke. I'm not going to die in a situation where And nor um, should you. similar to um you know to to what happened to Malcolm X where they could not even find yep. a funeral home in Harlem to be able to bury him the place that he um helped and 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 was from. Um you know Dr. King uh, while you know his family at this point, because of the, his 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 grand grand celebrity and the the impact that he had on on society, there are resources. But nonetheless, but he did die. But let's died, be clear,
1: he had yeah. died broke. He died broke. He died broke. I, he died broke. And, and 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 I know that. This is my this is uh, you can tell by how he was speaking, both him and Malcolm, that they would have made a pivot had they had the opportunity. Right. right. I mean, Martin was talking about economics in our community. That was literally what he got killed for. He was talking about economics. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Malcolm was always about that.
0: And I think from my perspective, Rob, you know, I'm a pretty smart. Not that they weren't, but I'm a pretty smart young woman. Right. Um, And we learn from their
1: history from our ancestors,
0: Right. Absolutely. And some people say I'm attractive and um, and and I I have uh, assets, if you will, uh, in terms of what I've learned. And as you said, being a student of history. And so I have many different forms of income. And by the way, what people don't seem to understand is that the least amount of money that I make is from my activism. Yep. Literally, my activism is the least amount of my income. My income comes from being a consultant um, and working with people, and, and of course, you know, around the areas of diversity. Sometimes event right. planning, um, other skills that I have. Um, my my uh, my income also comes from being. But a I also want
1: to also want to say this: even if you, it costs money to do the work you do. It does. Even if if you got money in terms of you you being an executive director, that is not a bad thing. We can't look at things like because someone is getting some income, like you need every, let me put put it this way. Uh, Jewish organizations, they have executive directors and nobody apologizes for them making money. Uh, the, The Red Cross, you go out there, they do good work. I want everybody to Google how much the, uh, oh, the, man. Oh, the CEOs
0: of many of these organizations. And I'm
1: not saying we should get to that level, but I'm saying a point that we have to. It, only in our community is the perspective is how much money are you making? If you're making too much, then you must be doing something wrong. And that but we're that shouldn't so be
0: traumatized. There. We're so traumatized, and also we've been taught habits and and there there are certain behaviors that have been thrust upon our communities yep. to keep us divided, also to keep us feeling as if we are. Um, you know, less than as yes. if we are—we're not allowed to have more. We're not allowed to um, to feel good about ourselves and to have the resources to live well. And but as a black woman, and the reason why I was stating all of the different ways in which I I, I make money, um, and of course my organization, until freedom pays me a salary, I put all those things together. It's like a soup. I make up, you know, and, and and by the way, there are highs and lows. Um, yeah, of course. You know, there are moments when um, I, I'm making money and then there's moments when, you know, people are not doing as many events. Right. During the pandemic, um, the, you know, things changed. And so mm-hmm. you have to kind of be willing to go with with the punches. And, you know, just in the beginning of 2020, Um, I literally had to send out a text message to several of my friends and ask them to send money because I did not have enough money to decide between my mortgage payments or my my rent payment. Um, It is our mortgage payment for our family home. Um, My my uh, uh what was the oh my cardinal and food like it literally right, was right. a thing and and i have friends that will tell you and in fact i have the message where i said you you guys are always asking me how you can help i never you know you know ask you for anything but right now i'm struggling and i need support so that was you know at one point and then you know things got better and it goes around in cycles yeah. and i'm saying all of that to say that we've been told as women that we need seven forms of income in order to make up what it yep. takes to be successful. Right. And so I live my life uh, through that lens.
1: But what and, I will tell and, you. And I want to say that you can get get back to that point. But I think the important uh, lesson in what you just brought up is that it has not been a linear process for you. Like this is like people see they saw you at the Grammys they're like, oh, she's just up there and it just went instant. No, these, this was, a, these are strong. No, it's a
0: long, it's a long time coming. And that's why so many people were actually, I mean, literally in tears to see me there because they know what proud. I've been through in order to, they know what I've been through in order to make it into those spaces. To, and, and, by, and, and well, let me just go back to the point about make the income piece, so it takes these seven, um, uh, I, I, you know, I try to study some of the models of uh, these finance gurus that talk about the seven uh, different types of income, right? But it's tiring. I mean, I, can you imagine what it's like to have this, uh, to work on panels and discussions? Like most people, they just go to their regular job every day and maybe, you know, other small, you know, different curricular, extracurricular activities. But in my situation, I have multiple full-time jobs. And I mean full-time, where people's lives depend on me to show up and to do what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. So if I'm planning a major event for someone, I don't get to not show up for Breonna Taylor's family just because I have this event going on. I have to be in both places at once. And so folks have no idea of the toll and the stress and how difficult, It is in order for us to do what it is that we do every day and to survive. And I do not subscribe and will never, ever, ever be a person that agrees with the sentiment that we should be, as you said, broke in order to prove ourselves as activists, that we should not have nice things. I believe it's the opposite. I think that people who put their lives on the line, people who work hard every day on behalf of basic strangers, people you don't even know, that you're showing up for and putting yourself in, in very difficult and dangerous situations, we ought to be some of the, the most blessed. It's almost like, why are, is it that we pay teachers so little and then we pay doctors so much, but yet the teachers teach the doctors, you yeah. know? And so there, there is... Um, there's an imbalance and that imbalance has been created. It's been designed because we know that when there is scarcity, when people are struggling, suffering, um, and just when people are haters in general, some, some of us, some of them, um, you know, you have a situation where, uh, you know, there's like this, there's the, the, I guess as, as my partner, my son will say, it's the crabs in the barrel mentality. That's it. You feel like when one crab gets out, maybe they're not coming back. So, that's that's my thing on that. And the, and the other little piece I was gonna say is that I, you know, when people say, well, oh my, you know, I they're so proud I made it to the Grammys, I think what folks don't understand is it's not so much the get glitz and glam of it. The issue is that my I am considered to be a very controversial person. Yeah. Right. I'm considered, to, I am not invited in every room. There are many rooms where people do not feel comfortable having me there because I'm a truth teller and some of the things that I have to say is not politically correct. So to have me on a stage like the Grammys after making a speech, which, by the way, the speech that I made in uh, in Minneapolis and, of course, the, the subsequent speech where I literally call out Daniel Cameron in the hardest way that I could find within my soul Those were speeches that were not just speeches for the books, but actually the words that I said, the things that I talked about as it relates to Target and the and the and the rioting, if you will, the uprising that was happening. Those things have made me a target. They have made people extremely angry. And so when standing on the Grammy stage and calling on Joe Biden Right. We all said we want to hold him accountable. Well, I held him accountable before a crowd audience of tens and tens yeah. of millions of people. I,
1: I, that, that actually brings up a good A good question for me. You 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 talked about during the last president. I don't even want to say his name, but you yeah. talked about like the fact that people were obsessed with just who they didn't like. And, and you quoted Dr. Martin Luther King to say we fight systems of oppression and not people we don't agree with. Why do you think it's important to make that distinction? that. Be- well, first
0: of all, those are principles, um, King and nonviolence principles that I've learned from Dr. King. They're the principles that he studied. Um, and uh, in those principles, they tell you that the fight is not against your other people, right? Other humans. The fight is against principalities, it's against systems and structures. Um, and I think what's happening, even in the press, as it relates to me in this moment, is that people have decided to make me a target versus all of us coming together to fight the system. And that's what they depend on. They depend on, um, a, 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 an attempt to assassinate the character of those who are actually doing the work. I mean, they did this to, to Dr. King and I'm in no way, in no way, even trying to compare myself
1: no but they did it, dr king they did the malcolm x and they did it they did it to every single leader judas and the black messiah you saw that they this is this is the narrative we know this the is it this <laughs> is, is, is it. what they do
0: and it's and it's scary um it's scary rob because i mean you know when i say scary i guess it, if you understand what i mean when i say that it's scary to watch history repeating itself especially when it happens to be about you yeah. Because the one thing we know is that the tactic that some are playing into and the tactic that we see happening in this moment, it's not just discrediting people for the sake of discrediting them or discrediting me. It's also creating an environment for people to be isolated, disliked, and killed. yeah, like that is yep. that's that's what um happens when, you 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 take so much time and invest in uh, the constant belittling and degrading of a person. You begin to and it happened to me in the Women's March, where I actually met several people since the Women's March across the world. Who I would run into or be in a mall or a grocery store or different places, and they would say, Hi, are you Tamika Mallory? And I say, Yes. And they say, You know, wow, you're so small. I'm five, four. You know, I'm 120, 125. Well, I'm, you know, since the pandemic, <laughs> I'm a little bit more than that. But <laughs> at, at, the po- at that time, I was like 120, <laughs> 20, 115 pounds, but things changed. Um, I'm also 40, so life is happening. But, um, you know, they would say, Wow, you're so small. I had this impression of you that you were like this big person, right? And it's not that I look big. My frame is small. Everyone can tell that. But the, the, the thing is, the media built me in a way that made me look like this monster, of right? Course. I'm I'm anti-Semitic. I'm 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 a racist. I'm a hater. I'm I'm evil. I don't I hate you know I hate men, uh, right? I'm I'm this black feminist that's against black men. It's like the totally I
1: opposite mean, of you, if people total, <laughs> know you.
0: The, I mean, you know, you said it. Um, And you've actually met me. That's the other part is like these people who speak of me have never even sat down for one conversation. Right. Not even one. You know, so. So and so and those and there are some who actually have talked to me and they just their impression of me is just whatever it is. And you can't you know, you can't do anything about that. But uh, but the point is that what we know from history is that all of it lends itself to what is to isolation, that isolation of. You know, we don't like her. She's a bad person or he's a bad person. Yeah. And similar to Angela Davis, the next thing you know, she's incarcerated, um, you know, similar to what we saw happen with Billie Holiday. if You talked about Judas and the Messiah. If people really want to watch a film that shows you what is so dangerous about speaking up. And she wasn't a big time activist. She had one song, "Strange Stranger, one song. And the movie The United States Against Billie Holiday gives you a clear understanding of how serious it is that when uh, when unfortunate, I have to say, when white folks um, don't like you. What they will do to use your own people against you, and how you get isolated to the point that you're standing on your own, and then you're vulnerable to be killed.
1: Right. I mean, that's what they want, but we're not. It's not going to happen with you. We're going to speak this out into the universe. Yeah, we're
0: not going to. Yeah, we, we're, we're we're with you. We're in a different place.
1: We're, yeah. I mean, but but it 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 does require you to pay attention to it. This is why you Absolutely. have to be. Uh, we have to talk about it, and you do have to you do have to address these narratives because you can't let them grow. Because if you if you don't say anything. Then that becomes that becomes people believe it, right? That I mean, is the story, mm-hmm. right? That I mean, that's the story. I mean, we've. I think the 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 last four years have just shown us that. Like, people can say whatever, and if you don't have an adequate response, people are like, "Well, maybe it's true." And after a while, what was seen as extreme is it becomes normalized, and that's Absolutely. what I mean. That's that's where we're going. That, that, no, that's not where we're going. That's where we are right now. That's where we are <laughs> right, and that's why we have to fight back so hard. As we talk about fighting back. You talked about holding Joe Biden accountable. Uh, you talked about uh, you, you have a focus on—I I know you do—about what the movement should be. I'm curious to to know what should be, uh, you know, from your perspective, the focus of the movement. Let's say for the next uh, couple years, then 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 a few years going forward, is it is it holding the uh, is it holding the president accountable and 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 pushing the Senate to actually do something? Is it? Uh, is it is it is it at local levels in, in, in areas? Uh, you know, you have some specific plans there. Like, where do you think the focus should be for the movement uh, in the short term and the long term?
0: I think it's all of the above. I think you have to work on every single day building communities, right? And when I say that, what I mean is while we on one hand call to defund the police, defunding the police only works if you have a strong community that is able to maintain and manage itself, right? And so we're not saying that there should be no police. We're not saying take all them. We're not saying abolish the police. Although I am an abolitionist and I hope that one day we get to a point where, like many other countries, uh, police officers are really there to serve and they don't necessarily even need lethal force in order to be a part of that community. Um, but you cannot have a system um, that 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 minimizes the role and need for police if you have not been building the mental health and the physical health and the the and dealing with the issues of economic development and dealing with poverty and dealing with housing and dealing with clean food and vegetables and um, access, right? You can't have that. So I think we always have to be 10 toes down around the idea of building our own communities and investing in grassroots organizations who often have solutions for uh, what it looks like to sustain a community on its own. Right. So that's one has to happen. Um, and, and, and it almost is one that stands by itself. This idea that we actually have everything we need. We just need to uh, have the resources and take the time to actually focus on those things. Um, I think the local elections, um, local politics, people running for office, people raising money in your local community so that when a, a an elected official runs uh, while, you know, uh, you know, a local elected official can run by saying, well, uh, you know, I, 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 I stand for Black people. I believe in, in, in this cause. I want to do police reform. I, you know, all this stuff. And then when they get deeply into their campaign. And even if they win into their uh, tenure as an elected, yeah. they can't raise money from the same communities that they stood up for. Yeah. And therefore they begin to lean towards those people who have helped to sustain them.
1: Right. That goes back to our earlier conversation about why it's, it's, it's hard to really make a movement uh, if you're completely, if you don't have any resources when it comes down Absolutely. to it. Right. So we, we have to understand that we have to invest in 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 our leaders. Uh, and we have to invest, not just voting. We have to vote all the time, vote locally, not just for uh, presidential elections. President, right. And then give, even if it's $5, $10, if you have a good candidate, give to that. I've been a candidate. I know how, this is some hard stuff. And people it's look at like, like, right, I ran statewide. It is hard. It is yes. very hard. And um, I, was very, I was very direct about what I was going to do in terms of criminal justice reform. That made me not popular with some of the uh, local newspapers, whatever. So I got a ton of votes, but then there were a lot of people, you know, how can you help? You can get out and give some money, even if it's five dollars, because that makes oh, a it matters. Right, it, it all matters, right? And then I would tell people, like, if, in terms of if I had to crystal ball and I was in your position, there were some some of our, these other uh, national uh, organizations. I do think there should be some focus on the Senate uh, and absolutely. on the President, yeah. and, and oh, particularly absolutely. a couple things, because to me, you know, more people voted for uh, Joe Biden and, and voted in this last election than ever in history, ever. So to me. Uh, they have to stand. They have to do some things specifically right now. One, they have to pass a strong voting rights bill. We know they Absolutely. are trying, right? And 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 they need to get rid. Of, and to me, all this stuff they need to get rid of the filibuster. Like, there's no way to do any of this.
0: Well, at least Joe Biden said that that's something that he's focused on. Right, right. So, that's good.
1: I mean, that's good. And then we and have that to That was
0: groundbreaking for him to even. Say, I didn't even know he's
1: right. That. I, that, that's he good. Did. The
0: other day he spoke to wonderful um, trying to end the filibuster and saying that he was going to begin the process of figuring out like. What That's it's good. gonna take. It's not an easy thing. No. But he did say that. And you cannot ignore while he may not admit it and his team may not come out and say it, the administration may never admit it um, in any way. But you can't ignore the fact that on Sunday, on a Grammy speech, I say um that you know, President Biden, we demand justice, equity, and policy. And then the next thing you know, in the very next week, he's talking about ending the filibuster, which is specifically geared towards how we will get the George Floyd uh, 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 the George Ford uh policing act.
1: Um,
0: it's Justice and Policing Act. Yeah.
1: Um, basically, it, let's make sure we can have yeah. uh, we can hold police accountable. We got it. We got to have Absolutely. some action from the Senate. We got to have action. Absolutely. We, but we also have to protect voting rights because they look they they're 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 Absolutely. being. I mean, it's ridiculous. The bill they're trying to pass in George. They're gonna pass. They're gonna Absolutely. pass it. Like, like it, they're making it illegal to hand people food in line.
0: Well, in Kentucky, they're making it illegal for you to even. Speak to a police officer, like to to say anything to them, is is called like you know harassment or yeah. something like that. So that's
1: got to be a There's
0: always a backlash. There was a backlash to Obama being elected, President yep. Obama being elected, and there's going to be a backlash to Joe Biden. There's always a backlash, and um and 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 unfortunately, I think that the Asian community just experienced yeah. what that backlash backlash looks like, and so we all have this common. Um, common enemy, which is white supremacy. Um, But as you were saying, uh, yes, I do think that uh, building local communities, uh, people running for office, and and also ensuring that we invest in in, uh, elected officials is important. But as you said, um, from a Senate level and a federal level, we still have a lot of work to do. There are Democrats that need to be unseated as well. well there's, right. There's no question about that. Uh, what's his name? Manchin. Uh, he, he needs to be unseated. Right. Uh, and so we have to look at the entire system and decide what are the points. And there are some people who say to me, well, you know, we need to see you do more work on that, on policy. Well, by the way. You haven't been paying attention if you don't know that we actually do policy work. Um, we, we what? Well, that's one. Uh, we're now working across the country to get Brianna's law passed um, in several places. Uh, they, uh, they're, uh, the law has either been introduced or passed in, in, in general. Uh, Louisville, Kentucky is one of those places where uh, our dear sister, Ketora Haran, um, was the leader in terms of getting it passed, and now Representative Attica Scott is working on the statewide level. I understand uh, what I'm beginning to realize, Rob, is that people do not know how the movement works. They yeah. don't get it, so they don't know or understand that there are lanes, right? And everyone is in their lane. There are lanes, and there are layers. <laughs> there's lanes and layers, right? There's overpasses, right? There's yep. uh, there's tunnels. There's all of that, um, and the and, and 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 the people who are policymakers are in their lane. Um, the people like me who are advocates, mobilizers, educators who bring awareness to issues help the policymakers to right. do the work that they're doing. That's exactly it right. It doesn't mean I, I have dual. Um, skills, right? I bring a a diversity of skills because I am politically savvy and I do work with legislators on a regular basis. But we should not look down upon activists who don't necessarily do policy work, but they're great organizers on the street. They help to bring the noise and keep the streets hot so that the legislator is able to say, "This is what the people want."
1: Yep. we have to pass these laws. I always say there, there there's three P's. There's there's definitely protest, which is where which is where you're talking about. The next is policy, and then the the one that's connected to that is power, because we you got to have all three, right? You got to have all three to make Absolutely. systemic change, which is which really brings a lot of our conversation together. Uh, I know we're running short on time, so let me get just a couple of uh, rapid fire questions I like to ask folks. So, what is a? Um, uh, can you think of a time when, when you were younger? advice you would ignore? I'm sorry. uh, What's the, if you were talking to your younger self, what advice Mm -hmm. would you give yourself and what advice would you ignore?
0: Well, for one, I think, you know, and it, and it's still, it's still relevant today to me at 40 years old. I'm still always trying to figure out who is they, who is they, because we love to say they're not going to like it. They're going to say they don't think I'm, you know, fit for the job. They don't think I'm pretty. They don't think I'm this. They don't. Who is they? Right. We have to be able to identify the theys because sometimes theys can be just in our mind. But also. We have to recognize that the days that we're listening to are people who will never be with you. So if they say you're not attractive and you change everything about yourself, they're going to say, oh, now you look worse. They're (laughs) never, ever, 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 ever going to accept you or be on your side. And so you have to accept who you are, stand firmly in your position and know that you can't win everyone and that the days have been sent to distract you. Someone told me the other day, uh, uh, a sister by the name of Mar- Marvette Brito, who's a brand strategist. She's worked with everybody from Mariah Carey to you, you name the people. And she called me up in light of some of the recent tension um, that I have been dealing with and she said, there are four things, four words that I need you to write down on a piece of paper. She said number one is uh, distraction. Number two is deceit. Number three is dislocation and the fourth one is uh, destruction. So mm. once you have been distracted, it is easy for people to move in and deceive you. And once you have been deceived, you can be dislocated from where you are supposed to be and once you've been dislocated then you can be destroyed wow and and that and all of that it comes from having they be the loudest voices in your mind sometimes and so i tell younger people and i would tell myself stop listening to they because they have made me not go to school when I was supposed to. They made me, uh, you know, not believe in myself. They made me procrastinate. They did a lot of things to me. And yet I still don't know who they are. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That was good. That was, that was great advice. Listen to that advice. That was good. Uh, That was really good. All right. So uh, final two questions, you got a committee of three living or dead to advise you on business life, whatever. Who are those three people and why?
0: Well, I, my mom is alive and my dad, but let's put them as one. Um, my parents, they they matter in terms of advising me. Um, you know, I'd I say this. I already chose my parents, but my son or young people in general matter, right? You got to have young people on your team that help you to stay fresh, current, new, and also that are honest because young people, my son is brutally honest with me, but all the young people I work with are Just very, very, very honest, and I think the third person for me would be Michelle Obama. I would want to hear from her about what it is to do the go high thing because sometimes (laughs) I want to go real, real, real low. And I've seen I love her. I don't even
1: necessarily agree with the whole statement. I think I think you got to go direct. I love her though. You
0: know what? It works for her. It does. It does. I'd love to hear uh, and and to have her constant advice. About how to manage the moments when you really just want to punch somebody in their face, yeah. like right, like because I know she has wanted to do that.
1: Oh, I'm sure and, I've, and, I, I can feel it. You can see it. We can see it. it. You like you can see it because uh, yeah, but she always took the high road, and you know I, I don't always. know. But I, I know I couldn't. I'm not. i am not i just not that good. But
0: yeah, I'm. Listen, I'm. Hmm.
1: <laughs> Final question. Uh, you have a ad or a or a uh, Google ad, let's say. That summarizes Tamika Mallory's life or beliefs. What is that saying and why?
0: So, I think similar to Shirley Chisholm's that says unbought and unbossed, I would want mine to say Tamika Mallory, she tried. Yeah. She tried.
1: All right. Tamika Mallory, pleasure to have you on.
0: It's great to be with you, Rob. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.